Welcome to the Who'd Thunk It podcast. I am your host as always, Zeb. This is episode 28, and it's going to be about Butterbean, um, also known as the King of the Four Rounders. His name was Eric Esch. Yes, this episode is going to be about boxing, or a boxer. So Eric was born in Atlanta, Georgia in 1966, and at the age of four, his family moved to Michigan. His mother passed away at the age of eight, and then at the age of 11, his family moved again to Alabama. He was also bullied at a young age for being overweight. Eric's childhood was a bit rough. And in 1985, at the age of 18, Eric had his first child, a son named Brandon. Then, just three years later, he had a second son named Caleb. With two young kids at his young age, Eric had to find a way to pay the bills. He got a blue-collar job in Jasper, Alabama, installing floor decking to pay the bills. One day, the guys he worked with dared him to enter into a tough man competition. Not one to turn down a challenge, Eric entered in the competition and so started his spectacular fighting career. All his buddies at work offered to pay all of his entry fees and stuff to enter into the tough man competition, so why not? Eric was... Interviewed in 2013 by Sports Illustrated about the start of his career, and this is a quote from him. Uh, I was 23 years old working in a mobile home factory here in Jasper when my buddies dared me to fight in a tough man competition. They said they'd pay my entry fee, but I was too heavy. Weighed 420 pounds. 420. Nice. So I had three weeks to lose 20 pounds. All I ate for those three weeks was chicken and butter beans. Uh, that that diet had some uh, gassy side effects, but it worked. I lost the weight and was ready to go, even though I'd never been in a fight in my life. So that's that's Eric's actual uh, retelling of the start of his career. In 1990, Eric entered, or Eric entered a local fighting competition that was held in a ramshackle barn surrounded by Jasper, Alabama's farmland. The ANA Arena only seated 1,600 fans, but their fighters only had horse stables to warm up before it was their turn to slug it out. So you imagine warming up for a, a fight uh, in a horse stable? <laughs> Weighing in at nearly 400 pounds now, Eric was known as the biggest man in Jasper, and when people found out he was getting into a three-round fight at the edge of town, those 1,600 seats filled up quite fast. Um, after a drunken brawl in the stands, ended with the venue owner dousing everyone with the sprinkler system, Eric emerged from his horse stable. <laughs> a giant white dome topped his 5 foot 11 inch, almost 400 pound body. As soon as the fight started, Eric charged head first at his opponent, as he did for every fight after that. As he swung like a mad dog, his work buddies chanted, Butter Bean, Butter Bean, Butter Bean, from the stands. So they were, they were teasing him. They knew Eric's chicken and butterbean diet and how it turned him off of butterbeans entirely his work buddies were mocking him little by little or little did they know they created the name that would be known around the world for one of the most entertaining fighters in history he lost his first fight uh, but he came back for more three weeks later the next competition he knocked out four people in just two days Butterbean found out he liked the sting of combat. Quote, I mainly kept fighting because I could beat people up and not go to jail. That was pretty cool. Uh, now, now that I can, I can relate to that. I mean, I played football in high school, but the only reason I ever played was because it let me get, it let me hit, get hit and hit others. As you know, it's fun. So Eric went on to win four more small time tournaments in 1990. These wins caught the eye of well-known manager, Art Door. Art had, managed former world champ Murray Sutherland. 
and Art went to work on Butterbean, turning him from a mad brawler with wild fists to some semblance of of an actual boxer. With Art's training, Butterbean made a name for himself in the amateur league, winning 56 fights, 36 of them being knockouts, and only 5 losses. But with all these fights, a weakness was easily spotted by his opponents. Not surprisingly, Butterbean's massive body demanded an immense amount of energy, and he had terrible stamina. Art Door decided Butterbean's fights should only last 6 rounds. There are videos of Butterbean getting so tired in his amateur fights, he just stands there in the ring with his arms at his side, not even defending himself while his opponent slugs away at his face. But in more than a few of them, he manages to crank out a few haymakers and knock his opponent out cold in this near-exhausted state. Uh, That kind of fighting is what made Butterbean so popular among the crowds. He was definitely a crowd pleaser, and he drew huge amounts of people to come see him. After carving out a name for himself in the amateur circuit, Butterbean burst onto the professional scene in October 15, 1994. That was his first ever pro debut. His opponents agreed to the six-round fights. Butterbean was doing well, winning two of his first three, but after his third fight, he almost passed out from exhaustion. That was when his manager uh, management team decided that four rounds was enough, and so Butterbean went on to take the unofficial title of King of the Four-Rounders. Because more often than not, four rounds were plenty for Butterbean to make his opponent see stars. It's true that most of Butterbean's opponents were beginners or club-level fighters, easy pickings for such a knockout artist like Butterbean, but there were a few serious fighters that went went toe-to-toe with the behemoth. Although some pro boxing names didn't take Butterbean seriously due to his weight, and his fighting style, he drew a, he drew in crowds, and crowds mean money. So even though that some of them didn't respect him, the boxing world gave him the spotlight. On April twelfth, nineteen ninety seven, Butterbean the world won the International Boxing Association Championship title. This isn't the most impressive title in boxing, but it's still impressive enough. The biggest name Butterbean ever fought was Larry Holmes. And time for another who to thunk it. In case you don't know who that is, uh, Holmes left jab rated among the best in boxing history. He held the WBC heavyweight title from uh, 1978 to 83, the ring magazine and lineal heavyweight titles from 1980 to 1985 and the inaugural IBF heavyweight title from 83 to 85. Holmes fought legends like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. Now, keep in mind, Holmes was 52 years old for this fight. That's incredibly old for combat sports. It was Holmes' last fight, and it was in Norfolk, Virginia. He defeated Butterbean um, by a 10-round and unanimous decision. Butterbean's pro boxing round record out of, yeah, this is record, out of 91 fights, he had 77 wins, 58 of them by knockout. That's really impressive. A pro, I think it's cool. I'm not the biggest boxing guy i don't look at a lot of records but 58 58 knockouts is just cool now uh i've watched a lot of these knockouts and on you know on youtube and they are thrilling Uh, they are a testament to true strength if you look up uh who has the heaviest lifts of all time for like deadlifts and lines and uh, benches and stuff like that you'll see big stocky farm boys usually fat dudes you won't see chiseled bodybuilders butterbean is built like a big fat strong as hell farm boy um and that's what true strength is big dudes so some of his fights he would go up against some of the most muscularly defined fighters of his time i suspect this was intentional by his management team to form like a narrative around the fight to get bigger crowds and you know it is pretty cool i bet it worked look up butterbean versus paul springer and you'll see a bodybuilder 
uh, look-alike of Butterbean. <laughs> Springer was taller, more fit, looked way more athletic than Butterbean, but he crumpled to Butterbean's vicious blows. He Butterbean was put up against an actual bodybuilder named Louis uh, Monaco. With over a minute left in the first fight, Butterbean had Monaco on the floor out cold. And in 1997, Butterbean had his first draw against Bill Eaton. About a year later, they meet for a rematch that probably went on longer than it should have. Butterbean crumpled the towering Eaton in third in the third round after taunting him by allowing two free shots to Butterbean's head. And then back in '99, the pro wrestling uh, pro wrestling had created their own legit fighting tournament with no scripts. The wrestlers boxed for real. And the winner of this tournament was Bart Gunn. He's six foot three. And he went up against the three the now three hundred pound or then three hundred pound Butterbean, who's only five foot eleven. Butterbean made this like this Bart Gunn guy, he looked like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> That's how like really cool he looked and really chiseled. Looking giant uh, he he took him he took him down um, like he was like tissue paper. Bart's head was leaning up against the bottom rope within 35 seconds of the starting bell. Butterbean had him out. He And then he left the world of boxing in 2013. Um, he went on to a less impressive mixed martial arts and kickboxing career, which you can look that up on your own. It's not as spectacular as boxing career, so I won't go over it here. Notably, he went into the K-1 and the Pride Fighting Championships, and Butterbean combined fight record overall is 97, 24, and 5, with 65 knockouts and 9 submissions. I'd like to note that both of Eric's sons became mixed martial artists, with his first son donning the nickname Baby Bean, because why not? And finally, the scene that most people from my generation probably know Butterbean from is Jackass the movie. Butterbean agreed to pummel Johnny Knoxville inside this jewelry store, and Knoxville has said in multiple interviews that this fight with Butterbean was one of, if not the most life-threatening stunt he had ever done. And that's how I was introduced to Butterbean. I was watching the Jackass movie. My dad walked in, and he's like, oh, that's Butterbean. And he watched that scene. It's, it's crazy. He just... I mean, of course, Knoxville, not much. He's like a string bean. Butterbean came in and just laid him out, and he got a terrible concussion. Anyway, Butterbean's quite the character, and I like him because he's a big guy like me, and he's tough. I think he became a sheriff in his hometown, um, and I think some, maybe one somewhere he was on a uh, used car commercials, so I think that's funny. Look those up. But anyway, that was episode 28. Thanks for listening. I do want to give some credit away because I – uh, you did a little bit of research on Butterbean for this. Uh, Sports Illustrated, The Vault, um, written by Lars Anderson. Uh, he's the one who wrote an article that I looked up. And there's also, you know, Wikipedia. Why not? And there's a YouTube video as well. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos about a bunch of his different fights. And, of course, just Googling the dates. Thanks for listening to episode 28. Tune in to the next episode. Catch you later, guys.